0: So um, initially, when I first got this idea for the podcast, it kind of organically evolved because I was chatting with some of my friends and then we were talking about books and then my friends mentioned a book they were reading about love and how at the core of all religions there's this theme of love. And that reminded me of this quote, that I had heard on the Aubrey Marcus podcast um, in an episode with Eric Godsey um, and um, they had mentioned uh, I'll I'll put the link to it in the show notes. If you want to listen to the full episode, Um, but they were talking about faith and um, the like faith versus dogma and when faith can be helpful and when it can be hindering and it just really resonated with me because I grew up Catholic and um then had a period where I was more agnostic atheisty and then um now I'm would consider myself spiritual but I don't identify with any particular religion, although I'm am really interested um like in Buddhism and um yeah, I feel like just in like some of those Eastern religions i Curious about, so I definitely want to do more research and learn more there. But, anyways, tangent. Um, but yeah, that I shared a quote um, about about faith with them um, in that conversation, and then after I shared the quote, I was like, oh, I feel like I want to say more about this, so I like I wrote this essay, uh, or I mean, short article, or I don't know what you'd call it, but um, I wrote this 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 article about. Um, kind of expanding upon the quote um and then i was like should i put this on medium or like it's too long for an instagram caption uh and then i was like you know what? i think I'll, I'll just i'll record it and then um and then maybe i could like have a podcast or something like i forget i honestly forget if i was like oh i'll just record it and i'll put it somewhere um i i kind of forget but i think it just like Eventually, I was like, oh, it could be a podcast, and oh, maybe I, have a, I could have a podcast, like an audio blog thing. So this was the idea. That was kind of like the emergence of the idea. Um, and um, yeah, so I wrote this essay, and I would like to share it with you guys. So the essay is called Why I'm Not Catholic Anymore. So why I'm not Catholic anymore. I was recently listening to an episode of the Aubrey Marcus podcast and Eric Godsey, the person Aubrey was talking to, said something about faith that really resonated with me and speaks to why I turned away from Catholicism and have developed a new sort of spirituality. Faith is what's required for you to do the first time a new way of being. And then if it works, it's knowledge. If it doesn't work over and over and over again, and you have to override that gnawing, still whisper inside of you of... Maybe this isn't the way. That's when faith becomes dogma. It becomes this fucking cage. But faith is a thing that's required to begin, for the first time, a thing that you don't know will work, or you don't know that it will unfold in the way that you want it to. Faith is a thing that has liberated countless numbers of lives. It's also the thing that has trapped, or what is sold to them as faith, has trapped millions of lives inside things that don't work. I was raised Catholic, and there's a lot of beauty in that religion. Christ modeled how to love, and he lived his life so that others could live more abundantly, which is the perfect blueprint on how to live. But there's also a lot of violence inflicted by God, and no explanations of that violence ever really satisfied me. I was always confused about the anti-gay messaging, too. I thought, if God is all-knowing and all-powerful, why wouldn't he have the foresight to make the verse about homosexuality clearer? If he knew those verses would be widely misinterpreted, why did he include them in the Bible? Maybe instead of, if a man lies with a man as um, as one lies with a woman, both of them have done what is detestable. They must be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. God could have, in, could have divinely inspired the scribe to write, honor the truth of who you are. Love is medicine. Be generous with your love. And for the record, I approve 100%. <laughs> approve of romantic love between a, a woman and a woman, between a man and a man, and between a woman and a man. It's also interesting how in the Bible, if both genders are mentioned, men are listed first, or women are left out completely, and the word men is used to refer to both women and men. Is that really God's doing? Also, why would God damn people to hell? If he knew their traumas, why would he judge them so harshly, never give them a second chance? It took a lot of difficult conversations and soul-searching to come to believe what I do now. It's hard to let go of your belief system when the alternative is hell. It's interesting. I remember in Catholic school growing up, we were actually encouraged to question. But there is a disconnect for me between that message and the doctrine that states that faith in God is required in order to get into heaven. For me, there was still this fear. If I no longer believe in God, will I be sent to hell when I die if it turns out God is real and I guessed wrong? In our family's interpretation of that doctrine, we made exceptions for people. Well, if they're from a part of the world where they've never been exposed to Christianity, then God would reveal himself to them in heaven and give them the option at that point to believe. This seemed fair, but what would happen to me? Someone who had every opportunity to accept God, 12 years of Catholic education, 22 years of Sunday Masses. I was afraid of eternal torture. Fear is a powerful motivator. But so is intuition when you start to tap into it. That gnawing, still whispering side of you of maybe this isn't the way, as Eric so eloquently put it. I couldn't keep ignoring it, overriding it with interpretation gymnastics. Well, maybe the God who turned Lot's wife into a pillar of salt for looking back at her town. That was just the old God, the God of the Old Testament. And Jesus is a new way, so we can just kind of ignore that part. Um, well, there were like thousands of years before Jesus came. I'm still confused about why God needed to be so violent during that time. I was often told to accept things in faith. We don't understand because our our human minds can't comprehend. Um, Things like transubstantiation, the process of how the bread and wine became Christ's actual body and blood. I was confused about how this his actual how it was now his actual body and blood. It still tasted like a wafer and sweet red wine to me. In the interview, Aubrey gets at this sentiment when he responds to Eric's thoughts on faith. Which is why I think this is what he says. Which is why I think faith is something that people push against because people say this doesn't make any sense. I know, but just have faith. But really, it doesn't make sense because it shouldn't make any sense because it's wrong. You know, just believe in this absolutely judgmental deity that's punishing and wiping people from the earth and cursing people to eternal damnation. But have faith in this thing as the savior. And it's like, but really, though? Because that doesn't sound cool. That sounds like worse than a good human. We don't push people like that. We don't punish people like that. That would be inhumane. So people are like, fuck that but real faith is faith in the light itself. I have faith in a benevolent universe. I have faith that love is the fabric of existence. So that was all Aubrey, now, back to my thoughts. Um, my beliefs are still evolving, but at the core I believe love heals and our purposes are to spread as much love as we can. We each have our own gifts and methods for expressing that love, but ultimately we're here to love. And if something in a religion goes against that concept, I don't incorporate that principle into my belief system. I believe we're all connected, all part of the same energy. I haven't settled on a name for this, universal consciousness slash source slash the absolute slash God. I usually just use a lot of slashes. I believe that it's possible to get in touch with our divine nature and with source slash universal consciousness slash God through plant medicines and through meditation. I also think there are more dimensions than we can observe, and in those further out dimensions, time is not linear, so past, present, and future can be viewed concurrently. I believe this based on my understanding of Einstein's series, quantum physics space and what I've gathered from listening to near-death experiences. My favorite motif that comes up in near-death experiences is a life review. Oftentimes in these experiences, people are shown their life and they relive each moment from the perspective of everyone they've affected. All the goodness they shared with others, they get to feel. And all the pain they've caused others, they also feel. To me, this seems fair. No one is judging us at the end of our life. We are simply shown the truth of who we are. And that knowledge that we gathered in that lifetime informs our universal consciousness, slash source, slash God. I think universal consciousness, slash source, slash God, is constantly trying to learn more about itself. Each of us is a unique expression of source, slash God, No two lives are exactly alike. So through our lived experiences, we gain knowledge that informs source slash God slash universal consciousness. These are the beliefs that resonate intuitively intuitively with me right now, in this moment. They might change tomorrow, they might change in an hour, but I'm claiming them as my own in this moment. I think a trap I'm still getting myself out of, and they talk about this in the interview too, is the trap of not wanting to claim anything as a belief. I've talked about this with my friend, Allie, and I think it comes from the rigidity of the religion I was raised in. It has this all or nothing mentality. Either you're Catholic or you're not, you believe or you don't, you're in or you're out. And it was so much work to let go of the beliefs I had. I'm kind of afraid to get too attached to something and to stop being intellectually honest or open to new information that might oppose my new beliefs. I know I've been wrong in the past, so I think I also have a hard time trusting myself. I used to believe Adam and Eve were the first humans, and Eve actually ate an apple that caused us all to be born with sin. What else might I be willing to believe? What else might I be wrong about? But the more I open to my intuition, the more I learn to trust that inner knowing, that gut feeling, the more confidence I gain in my ability to discern what feels true for me. And what feels true to me may not feel true to you, and that's okay. That's actually a good thing because it means you're in tune with your own intuition, your own inner knowing of what feels true for you. Different things will resonate with different people because we all have different life experiences and journeys. I say all this simply to encourage you to listen to your intuition and to give yourself permission to let a belief go if it has become a cage, if your inner knowing is whispering, maybe this isn't the way. And when you let that belief go, now it's time for faith, as Eric describes it. Faith is what's required for you to do, for the first time, a new way of being. That new way of being may be living in a reality in which the Christian concept of hell no longer exists. Or maybe it's living in a reality where you decide there's more to life than we can understand with our current science. That maybe there are laws of the universe that our existing technology doesn't have the capacity to understand yet. Whatever that new reality is for you, that is your new way of being. And then if it works, it's knowledge. If it works, if it helps you live more honestly, then it becomes knowledge, a new truth to live by. All right, that concludes my essay. I appreciate you guys listening so much. Um, And yeah, I guess, yeah, that's it. Um, Thanks for listening.